When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, happy Friday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, live at the Minnesota State Fair. We have one day left of our broadcast anyway. We got today, we got a shorty tomorrow. Yeah, we do a two-hour show tomorrow from 1 o'clock until 3 o'clock here. That ought to be good. So, hey, hey, Donna, it's going to be good. We're going to put gonna our, be good. We're going to put our best foot forward. We're going oh, yeah. to research the crap out of stories tomorrow. Oh, and it's going to be, sure. it'll be dense. I mean, oh, each thing yeah. we get into, a lot of back and forth, almost mm, like a deep debate. Deep dives, yes. Yeah, really, on a variety really. of entertainment topics. That's not true for two hours. We'll virtually just comment on things that pass us by because it's a Saturday, it's going to be hot as Hades, and uh, that's our form of protest. Exactly. So come see us on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. We are on Underwood, just south of Randall. The lactation station's out here. It's sponsored by Health Partners, Park Nicollet, and Proof Alliance. Our show is sponsored by a group of old Dutch people who said, we want to stand behind this show, and we're appreciative of Actually, that. Actually, Steve, it's a brand. The brand. The brand, the brand old is old Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool. Uh, they have popcorn and chips and stuff. Yeah, delish. Delish. All right, well, here we are. And by the way, record-breaking heat is coming. That's what I'm hearing. Golly. It's going to be so hot this week. Sunday, it might get to 100. Yeah. I heard yeah. that the humidity might be a little less than it was last week when we had some really hot weather. But we're looking at four or five consecutive days above 90 degrees, which I don't know how long you follow the weather. Uh, that is not typical in the month of September. No. But it's coming. It's coming. And this is our, we've had multiple heat waves. This, is, this was the fifth warmest summer on record. And if you feel like summers haven't been quite as enjoyable weather-wise recently, it was just two years ago, in 2021, that we had the hottest summer ever. We've had two of the five hottest summers ever in the last two years, Donna. I hear you. Isn't that upsetting? Um, no, I mean, yes. that's what air conditioning is for. That's what I say. No, we want to be outside. We're stuck inside all winter. We need summer to play nicer. Okay. Thank you, Okay. Donna. The record high for Labor Day is 97. And so we're not going to hit that uh, if you're coming out on Labor Day. So it'll be fine. Remember how the, the summer started, though? It started chilly. Everyone was like, all right already with winter. We had a really um, temperate couple of weeks, too, in like late May, early June. It was like a lot of 70 degrees and breezy. It was beautiful. And then it just felt hot most of the summer. Yeah. That's a bummer. It's 
fun. I just hate the weather here. I live here, and I'm going to live here. And if you want to email me because I'm not bowing down to the magical weather of Minnesota, send it to I don't care it. I'm not responding.net. That's my email address. The weather here sucks, and it might be. It might get better again, but but I I've, I've lived here for nine years. Mm-hmm. I have had so many times where we are saying, "Oh, this was the second coldest winter we've ever had. This mm-hmm. was the fourth coldest winter. This was the snowiest winter we've ever had. This was the hottest summer we've had. This was the second hottest." Like in the last ten years, we've had. That's what's so. Why are we doing this on a Friday? This is getting me. I don't in a know, bad but it, it, it reminds me of when I just moved here. I was like, you know, I would call my dad just to check in, and he's like, "How's it going?" I'm like, "I've never heard people talk about the weather as much as they do here." I get why they do. You know where you don't? I lived in California for like six years. You don't there? Yeah, because there's nothing happening. No, there is something happening. It's called beauty. It's just beautiful <laughs> weather every day, and you get bored of talking about it. Lou said the same thing. When she first got here, she was trying to meet young moms and all that. And she would come home and say, people just kept talking about the weather. But now I've lived here for almost a decade and I get it. You know why? Because the weather is terrible here. But it's not that different from where you grew up. Yes, it is. It is? I don't think this is much different from New Jersey. This gets way colder than Jersey ever does. Well, cold, yes. It's snowier than Jersey. And it's hotter. It gets we've these even these last ten years. The heat that we have had, it's been brutal. And then the fall, my favorite season of the year. It lasts for about four days. I mean, everywhere else, you look out. There will be, as we all know, it's like late September. Peak colors. We're all like, wow, this looks so beautiful. This is why we live here. And then there is one wind gust that comes through, and you know the day when you're like, oh no. Oh, c- cover the trees because you and know. And it all goes into your neighbor's it's all, yard. It's all gone. <laughs> Suddenly, you go, you wake up one day and say, this is just, we should go apple picking. And then the next day, there are no leaves on any trees. Yeah. And then you watch NFL football games, you watch college football games, and you watch normal four-season states, and we're not one of them. We're an extreme four-season state. The normal ones, they will have leaves on the trees looking beautiful, beautiful pretty colors, October even into early November. It's interesting. The last two state fairs, when I'd leave for work, my maple tree was already changing colors in August. That's happening right down the street from us. This thing is almost, it's like an autumn blaze maple, and it is vibrantly red. But that's usually a sign of stress. If they do it prematurely, it's usually a sign of stress. Sometimes you might even see that happen like mid-summer, and uh, not a great sign, generally. Good to know. Anyway, happy Friday, everybody. Anybody go to Duran Duran? Okay. Did anybody? No, I wanted to go so bad. If you went to see Duran Duran and you're listening, give us a call. 651-641-1071. I want to know how great it was. It sounded really good. The sound check sounded great. Niall, uh, Niall Roger and Sheets, they were there. Bastille was there. And then Duran Duran. I thought about them last night. It was like 9.15. And then I was like, I was sitting there on the couch just feeling, you know, very tired. And I thought, there are people at a concert right now. Outside. Some who have been at the State Fair all day. They've logged 15,000 steps. And now they're just sweaty and listening to an 80s band. Yep. What an interesting way to live a life. I like Duran Duran. Um, I don't think that concert would be the right one for me. Probably not. I don't like that you just called them like a throwaway term. 80s band. (laughs) No, you're projecting. They're iconic. They're rock and roll Hall of Famers. But they're an 80s band. Just like, you know... Bands come from different generations. Like Hootie and the Blowfish, that's a 90s band. Okay. (laughs) 
Donna. I felt really protective and offended by... Can someone go get Donna a coffee? I can't deal with this. On the whole bus ride over, we get on the bus, we get on the shuttle bus. Honest to goodness, somebody goes down to highway men's, uh, the, the, the men's highway diner thing, whatever it's called, I will pay for the coffee. This woman needs coffee. Do you need sugar and cream? No sugar, no cream? I, nobody get me a coffee, please. Get me a coffee. No. No, get me a coffee. That's so Because not she, okay. from the time we got onto the bus, she leaned, her, <laughs> she leaned her head against the wall and just said, I'm going to rest my eyes now. And this was the Friday energy that I'm getting. Then I start biatching about the weather. You hate the weather like me, but now you don't want to biatch about the weather. Someone's got to get her a coffee or I walk. You know that guy Down that, the street to get her a coffee. You know, you stay over at his house, just say it's your buddy. And you're like, dude, I'm just, I like to ease into the morning. And then you got that guy just going, hey, what are we going to do today? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Let's go out for a walk. Oh, I'm just going to take the dog out. Do you want a cup of coffee? I'm going to Starbucks. It's like, dude, chill. Donna. Chill. By the time we've seen each other in the morning, we've already been awake for a couple of hours. We're, we're booted. I, we're ready. I lie in bed as I prep the show. I did that this morning. You did. And then I went down and I got four shots oh, yeah. of espresso. That explains <laughs> it. Don't get your finger out that of my face. That explains it. I wow. have too much caffeine, but you have no caffeine, and okay. we have to change that. I'll get a Diet that. Coke somewhere or something. Okay. All right, great. Uh, we do have a great show planned today, actually. We do. Uh, 1030 today, as we always do, we will play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1130. I was in DJ Rock Lobster's studio back at the home base, and he, uh, he feels good about where a slow jam could go for us. It might have to do with Dutch people. <laughs> uh, that was a real bleep show earlier in the week, so we'll yeah. do that. But when we come back, just yesterday, the news came out of the Best of the State Fair Awards, so we'll rattle through some of those. When we return, it's Donna and Steve live at the Minnesota State Fair. Is already home. Hey, guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Woo! Yeah, you're not going to hear a lot of news, breaking news here. Not a lot, right? I can not going to hear any politics. Nah. Nah, we're, nah we we're, don't do that. Sports. Nah. Eh. Very rarely. Very rarely. But we try to do it like we're, we're explaining sports at a, at a grade school level. You know, we try to just like, right. you Timmy. know. <laughs> only football. You're, you're, you're in the dark on football and how football Yeah, works there's some new rules bit. in baseball, too, that I'm not 100% familiar with. You're not alone there. They changed some things <laughs> up in baseball this year. They put a shot clock, in, like a pitch clock, so you had to keep pitching the ball can't take a long time and keep spitting well, with the back I wonder how that affects their arm health the pitcher uh, if you if you got to just keep throwing yeah you don't get a little break in between what wow donna Legit fauci question. over here look at you a doctor <laughs> well, all of a sudden I, you know you don't want a lot of injuries if you can avoid it that's what they say thanks steve you got it donna You're so supportive it's fun to do this uh the minnesota state fair has revealed its 2023 best awards winners some of these look so good you guys should we run down some of them yeah this is also uh reveals to me though i've been here for whatever seven days i haven't seen a ton you know like it shows you we yeah. kind of go to our shuttle we come up here we go to baba's and we go home kind of a thing yeah yeah, uh, yeah so yeah. a lot that we haven't seen how about uh one of this year's winners afro deli which is the saint paul restaurant its debut at the fair is this year its menu includes beef chicken and veggie sambusas plantains Mango juice and iced and spiced Somali tea. 
If you are looking for a little bit of that, you can find that in the food building. Mango juice I want to. Good. Oh, look, there's the mango juice. I wow. want to have that puff pastry looking thing. Like a giant dumpling. Wow. Is what it looks like. Do you know what that is, Mike? Yeah, I think that's a big... Is that like a bao bun? I think. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, don't know what you're saying, but yes, that's okay. what they said nice. on the news. Yep, it's very tasty. <laughs> um, that's what they said on the news. Yep. Okay, so that's in the food building. All right, there's another one called, I've heard of this, but I don't think I've had anything from them. Jammy Sammies by Brim. So they serve a variety of sandwiches and coffee and lemonade drinks, including an official new food this year, two flavors of a jam-nade beverage, blueberry mint, and strawberry jalapeno. That is at the north end uh, near the hangar, which is right up the street from where we are. If you kind of walk to the I end of the I hardly ever go up there. I need to go up there. Yeah, it's good for dog surgeries up there. <laughs> That's where they do like little operations on dogs. And that hangar's a really cool area. If you haven't been there recently. I haven't. Have you never been? I think I've walked past it because I've had to park up there before. It's a cool place to sit down and grab a drink and get a little kind of... Uh, they've got some good food options there as well. You'd like good it. Good to know. Now, they do have one of the best of State Fair winners is also a game. I didn't even... I don't know, remember the last time a game at the Midway would get a shout out but there's a game called long range basketball pretty straightforward it's by Orin concessions and it's a game at the mighty midway that's all i know i don't know anything else about it feels like there's a basketball hoop pretty far away and if you make it you get a great prize should we go check it out we gotta go that way today where's the yeah, yeah, yeah i guess we in do the midway okay, all right we'll go yeah. on that side um also if you're looking for dog treats um, there are there are like a lot of great like leashes and collars and all sorts of like dog beds and things like that up where we were just talking about. Um, Must be rough is the winner for um, their dog treats. They are all natural, soft baked. They're in the pet pavilion. Uh, so if you're looking for treats for your pup, O'Gara's one also. I love O'Gara's. O'Gara's is great. They've got a unique menu. They've got food and drinks from Reuben rolls to fish and chips to burgers. They've got a wide selection of beer. So you can go check them out. They are on the southwest corner of Dan Patch Avenue in Cosgrove. They used to have Reuben bites or Reuben balls. Yes, I forget they were. Oh yes, my gosh. So they were so darn good. Yeah, they're really good. And then you could hear a um, bagpipe at some point. Well, what was great was uh, my, my first year at the fair for Twin Cities Live. So this would have been 2014. I had never been to a fair before. Never any state fair. Only little small town carnivals. So they were really like, what do you want to do? What do you want to see? So as the week would go on, I got O'Gara's Reuben balls or whatever. Loved them. Kept raving about them. Then it was like, okay, let's go over and get them again. By the end of it, there was a day that they brought us the, the, the Reuben balls and they also... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Had the bagpipers come up. We had like a full bagpipe oh, entry so fun. to Twin Cities Live that year. It was really fantastic. It's very loud, just so you know. I love a good bagpipe. Me too. Me too. I would like bagpipes at my funeral. Okay, we'll do it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bagpipes, Scottish? I think Scottish, yeah. Scottish. But I okay. bet you some Irish folks play bagpipes. Okay. Uh, if you're looking for gifts, Aria Handmade. They are located in the International Bazaar, Southwest section, and they just made their debut, um, I think. They feature handcrafted uh, products made from recycled and repurposed materials they've got handbags and jewelry and clothing the shopping on the other end too is really good is that the west end that's the west end that's where we're going to be today yes we're going shopping today yeah we are we're going to get our caricature done at caricatures by cindy that's going to be happening today um sometime after the show and we're going to try to time lapse it then was i was i over explaining to quinn last night I don't think I sent, probably. I sent Quinn, our social media guy, a text, and I said, hey, so we're on. We're going to do this caricature, and what I want is, like, a, you know, it'd be fun to watch a time lapse of us coming to life, and we can't see it, but then you, the viewer, can't. We'll throw it up on social. But you would kind of need, like, a tripod for that. You want something to steady that because the time lapse works best you need if it's the best, still. Yeah, the best. So I was like, hey, you might want to bring one of those. And then I was like, you also might want to delete some things on your phone because storage is always a problem. Time lapse requires a whole lot of storage on your phone. And I'm always up against it with storage. Sorry for you, Steve. Do you feel... St- like you have storage You're such issues. Such like a popular influencer. <laughs> um, yes, I do have problems with storage. No, my like prob- sometimes I people will send me pictures and they won't even download for like hours. Yeah, I'll be like, sorry, don't know what you're talking about, can't see it. <sighs> That's a bummer. Um, also, hopefully he knows how to do that because it'll be interesting to see how it just starts with a line, then it'll be like yeah. partial face. She's going to shut down her booth at 1 o'clock for us. So if you want to come by and watch us get our caricatures taken, first of all, you're setting a low bar for entertainment while you're here. <laughs> we will put the video up later. But, uh, but I've had a couple caricatures done by her before. They're really, really well done. All right. When's the last time you had a caricature done? I, I think I did one here one year. I don't know if it was Cindy or not, but, oh, at least 15 years. Oh, this is going to be yeah. great. It'll be great. Hey, one more best of winner here at the State Fair this year is the Union Mung Kitchen. Uh, their menu includes... Hmm, yeah, things that you can't n- pronounce. Nige. N- uh-huh. hmm, chilled rice noodles, five-spice Thai tea, Ooh, as yum. well as a very popular new food that they have this year, the Galaboa, which is a oh, steamed pork bun. That's, that's what, what you're looking yes. at at the top of that picture oh on Bringing the it News. So good. You can find Union Monk Kitchen at the International Bazaar. Um, Chef Yia Vang is behind it, and he is legit. And uh, those Galaboa, they, are, they were like just blowing through them. And then I think I saw a post where like his his mother was like, "All right, we're gonna get more. I'm gonna help get them in." And then you yeah, know, I think his a family mom, his aunt, yeah. yeah, he said there's some church ladies helping out. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really, really good. It, so is that like a dumpling or is that a bun? I'm just seeing a steamed pork bun. 
It's you some, tell me. It's white dough. It's a mix of flour, yeast, sugar, baking powder, milk, and oil. That's how oh, you make a bao Oh, so bun. it's got a little sweet. A little sweetness to it, yeah. I want to have that. They're Thank really you. good. Really? Okay. All right. Good to know. We got to go. We're going to come back, though. We've got some entertainment news. Oh, I've got to tell you, uh, Taylor Swift's got a movie coming out, right? And it bullied another big movie away. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union. I happen to be a member there along with like 155,000 plus other people. Steve is a member, too, financed his vehicle through Spire. I have financed a vehicle through Spire before. You know why? They're going to get you more car for your money. You could actually take out a loan for pretty much anything, like if you have debt that you just want to consolidate. Maybe you want to take a much-needed vacation. Maybe you've got some home upgrades that need to be done or some work on your home just in general. Spire can help you finance just about anything. And they're going to make it easy. They're going to give you a payment that works for your budget. Plus, uh, Spire has been in the people helping people business since like the 1930s, you guys. They're going to take good care of you just like they... Always do for me. They did for Steve. There are 22 Spire locations now, so you're bound to run into one close by. Here's what you should do. Go to myspire.com. And remember, Spire is insured by NCUA and equal housing opportunity. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Ooh-wee. Got a nice crowd out here. It's actually starting out to be a nice day. I heard 90-something degrees or 90 but we're, we're getting lucky here in the mornings. It's nice and cool. You're and in a jacket right now. Yeah, because it's cold. It's chilly. It's breezy. I think it's the, breezy, that's the word. I think the humidity's going to be down. Um, Which is fantastic. Yeah, it's all about the dew points. Yeah, I think today it's probably going to be better than tomorrow. For sure. And so, Sunday is going to be an absolute nightmare dumpster fire in terms of weather. I mean, it's going to be like 100 degrees. And, you know, the, the thing is, as you walk around the fairgrounds, there are, there are spots. There are just some unlucky vendors who are in the place where it feels like it's about 15 or 20 degrees hotter than other parts. I feel like yeah. I've become very aware. It's like they're just little hot spots all around. And so those on Sunday, Sunday will be difficult to find relief. And then add to that, they're working with ovens, yes. burners, you know. Listen, I'll yeah. tell you what. If you have a friend who works at the cornrows, check on them this Sunday. And make right, sure that right. they aren't, aren't passed out in the back. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anyway, so we have the story that Taylor Swift is bringing her heiress tour to the big screen. And, all right, there's a couple of things. First of all, last night I had a, you know, I saw the headline, Taylor Swift concert sales already passed $10 million in pre-sale tickets okay yep that's she's gonna do big business the first the oh my god she has broken an amc record for first day pre-sales that number is now 26 million dollars beating spider-man no way home wow go girl she is the hottest thing on the planet right now well and this is going to be so big for people who either her tour didn't come to their city or you weren't able to get tickets because of how gosh darn expensive they ended up being on the resale market. Right, right. Like my daughter will want to go to this, you know? She Absolutely. and her friends, like they'll want to get dressed up yep. and go. I, I bet you'll have people like standing in the theater. I bet you it will be kind of either a really fun room to be in or an obnoxious room to be in. There's going to be a lot of singing along. Uh-huh. I can guarantee that. 
I will be one of them. I, I, I didn't see the three and a half hour mark on this at first. I thought maybe 250 or something. Looks like it's three. Yeah. I don't know. She anyway. performs for three and a half hours. It's crazy. Does she even have an opening act? Or is it just. I'm not sure if she does Taylor. anymore. She used to a lot. The runtime is actually 245 for this movie. I can oh, deal I okay. can live with that. Okay, I can so live they with trimmed that. it down a little bit. That's nice. Uh, I don't believe. Anybody see Taylor Swift? Does she have an opening act? She does. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Who was it? Girl in Red? Huh. Okay, got it. All right. Well, that's good, because then, you know, the crowd's going to get there early. Everyone's sitting around. Yeah. Need some entertainment. Yeah. So, anyway, also, this is October 13th, and perfect time for the Exorcist believer to come out Friday the 13th. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. But now Taylor is coming out Friday the 13th, and so the Exorcist is like, we can't compete with that. We got to, we got to push our date up so now there that movie's coming out on the sixth the demonic movie scared off by taylor swift that well, shows the power of taylor yes, swift yes and and i think they're looking at a similar demographic young females you know so i heard that earlier that makes zero sense to me why that line i don't think that you don't think girls like scary movies? I don't think that's the target demo. I would not say, oh, Taylor Swift people go to that concert are either going to go to that concert movie or go see The Exorcist. I have a bunch of like younger girls in my life, and they're like in that tween age, and they're not like, hey, let's go do this. Is that a big draw? Do women make I up mean, the horror movie demographic? I mean, when I was a kid, when I was a, when I was a teenager... Yeah, Amityville Horror, the, Poltergeist. It's thought that the ideal audience, target audience for horror movies is 15 to 25. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Female yeah. or sort of mixed? I think it's probably a mix of, of both. But okay, but, yeah. but 15, to, 15 25 to 25 females would certainly be a target demo yeah. for Taylor uh, Swift eras. Wow, that's, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I wonder how much money she's going to end up making at the box office. And it's kind of genius. She's probably doing something that other... Other Acts artists, will follow. Yep. they'll follow. They won't make as much money, but I think of a, a, a maybe a tour like Coldplay. Very different audience base, but they sell out everywhere they go. They do big stadium tours, and they do a big, like sort of theatrical production. Could they do that? Could Harry Styles come out with a, a, a touring movie? Did you mention Ed Sheeran? I did, because we're Cheerios. Only one of us has been to his concert, Donna. That's okay. Okay. I've Got most of his albums. You were in I front of me. I watched his documentary. I love everything. You were in front of me for a while, and then I just I used to just talk heat on Ed Sheeran. Oh my god, and then he used to make fun right of me you. for. Li- oh my god, Donna, what is your obsession with Ed Sheeran? He I'm like, was coming have up you all the listened time. to his music? That's why it's coming up all the time because program directors are putting it in heavy rotations because it's so good and highly requested. Then I watched him live, and you watch him do this whole little looping thing with his foot. It's just him on the middle of the stage, theater in the round. And you watch him right in front of you literally bring the song to life. He starts with a little beat, then he strums his guitar, then he does lead on his guitar. And then like the, the little melody from the hook comes in, and you're like, oh, this is the song that we're doing, which is great. Castle on the Hill, I like that song. Love That's one of my favorites, that one. Castle That's on the Hill. great song. Oh, Donna, you oh are God. just a gift to us. All right, okay. All right, all right. Uh, back to the show. Jimmy Kimmel apparently was very intent on retiring before the writer's strike shut down his show. 
I have so much trouble believing that. And I think the other late night host on Strike Force 5 or whatever their new podcast is called, I think they had a little trouble believing it too. His quote is I was serious. I was very, very serious. Um, he used to take the summers off in the past years, but he has gotten paid also. And then when this whole, you know, strike happened, um, he he decided, you know what, it's nice to work. Right. It's nice to get paid. It's nice to work. Yeah, you get uh, a little time away from working, and then maybe after a little while, you're twiddling your thumbs a bit like, huh. That maybe, was a dumb Maybe I'd like to go back and work again. Exactly. Maybe that'd be fun. He also said that um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, right when the strike started back in May, that the two of them called him up and offered to pay his staff's salaries for two weeks. Which was a very, very generous offer. Of oh, course, my gosh. So generous. We don't know how many people are on staff. Kimmel's had a long-standing uh, fake funny feud with Matt Damon. So right. he was like, you know, the generous Ben Affleck and the despicable Matt Damon <laughs> reached out and wanted to, wanted to pay salaries. But he ended up turning them down because he said, you know what? That's not their responsibility. To which Colbert was like, couldn't you have just let them and then like you could have paid us if you still wanted to be the person who paid for it? Couldn't we have done something like that? Right. But he, uh, he ended up, I, it sounds like Kimmel then stepped up and took care of them because you wouldn't want to be a staff member in here that two celebrities were willing to pay. And he was like, no, 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 guys, that's not their responsibility. Right. Good luck right. out there. Yeah, that sucks. Hey, um, you mentioned Stephen Colbert. I just watched a, a snippet of an interview with him. I don't know who's interviewing him, who this guy is. He's probably some, you know, behind the scenes type of guy. Interviewing him on his faith. And it was very moving. I was watching this lying in bed last night and I was like getting all choked up. Was it Anderson Cooper? It was Anderson Cooper. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm mixing up another interview also that I watched that was moving. Yes, it was Anderson Cooper with Col Colbert. Yes. S Stephen Colbert is a very um, articulate man, and he's, he's very thoughtful when he talks about faith. I'll get to that thing in a, in a moment with Anderson Cooper. Um, he, he's had Ricky Gervais on a show before. Ricky Gervais, an atheist. outspoken atheist. And I was very surprised. There's, you can find the clip online. He asks Ricky Gervais directly about his atheism. Ricky Gervais, obviously, you know, the return serve and asks about his faith. And it's a, it's a very, like, interesting, you wouldn't expect that on late night television. Yeah. You don't expect those kind of questions. Discussions, but he yeah. He asked about that. Anderson Cooper was talking, as, if I recall it correctly, about suffering and, uh, and pain yes. in life. And basically... And being that, grateful. That he was grateful. That Colbert said he's grateful for all of the pain and suffering and loss that he's dealt with. And Anderson Cooper was like, do you really believe that? And Anderson Cooper was getting emotional yeah. as he asked yeah. the question. And then Colbert unpacked it in a really, you know, thoughtful um, and, like, authentic yeah, way. Yeah, almost like it, I have to be grateful to be alive. And that's part of, that was part of his journey. And you have to be grateful for everything if you're grateful for the good things. Right. It's very, very introspective. It was a challenging perspective of, yeah. of that. But he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's like, awfully, do I wish it didn't happen? Yes. Right. But I'm still grateful for it. Yes, that it's sort of part of being a created person living on Earth, if yeah. you believe yeah. that. Um, yeah, it was interesting. So, yeah, he has interesting stuff that you can find. I find those things, they pop up on TikTok. That's where randomly. I saw it. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just, 
I watched everything that TikTok was feeding me. Whatever it was, I watched it from beginning to end. And I was like, I'm just going to lay here. I was a zombie last night. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to embrace it. I don't know if I knew that you were on TikTok. It shows up in Reels. Do you have a burner account? Wait, or were you on the TikTok app or no, I Instagram got rid of that. Reels? I know what China's up to. Okay. So strongly, China. Uh, okay, so you were on Instagram Reels last night, uh, not on TikTok. I think I was on Facebook. <laughs> I was. And then something came up and I watched it. Because I was watching it on my laptop, not on my phone. Okay. So you don't have a TikTok burner account that I need to know about? No. I used to have an account and I deleted it. Due to fears of? Being spied on. <laughs> You Thank think you. the Chinese government is like, we found her. There she is. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I feel so okay. I just believe we're all getting spied on. I believe that no matter what you do, you're still getting spied on. And so I have just chosen to embrace the naivete of whatever. Okay. I, uh, I, anyway. I gotta go. All right, let's hey, take a break. Hey, you notice a lot of celebrity death hoax lately? I have seen a few of them recently. Yeah, there's there's another one. This person is not dead. I'll tell you who I'm talking about. If, what if I told you that there is a woman named Barbie Oppenheimer <laughs> who really exists? She's in her 60s. I'll tell you a little bit about what the summer's been like for her. When we return, it's Donna and Steve. On back. Thank you for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve live from the Minnesota State Fair. Beautiful morning out here. Yeah. Really, really, really nice. Something. It's breezy. You could come out with a jacket, take it off in a couple hours because it'll get warm. The Joe Bros are going to be on the grandstand stage tonight. Keep your eyes peeled. You might see the Jonas Brothers walk around the fair. I can yeah. see them doing that. I can see them with like a ball cap on. Yeah, and then just going and do it. I, I would want to do that. If I was them, I would not just want to get shuttled right up to the stage and no, go and perform. No, you'd want to hang out. Walk around a little bit. Be a little more like our buddy Ed Sheeran. He's exactly. out and about. He's trying to do normal things. And he doesn't even care if people come up to him. He's like, sure, I'll take a picture. He seems very smiley very often. i got to watch that Ed Sheeran Please documentary. Please watch it. I think it's not what you're expecting. It's really a really lovely story. His dad is in it. His wife, who found out she had cancer mm. when she was pregnant. I mean, it was just this. I mean, just this story of their ups and their downs and long distance relationship and friendship. It's it's really good. Promise me you'll watch that this weekend. Oh gosh, no. handshake. Come no, on. I'll, do you I'll shake do? your hand. I'm not gonna. What do you got to do? I got stuff going on. Like what? Your trees? Hey, Donna, you know those are special to me. Why would you say it like that? <laughs> I am going to... I got to work tomorrow. Then I got to... For uh, two whole hours. Oh, my God. Then I've got to go to a, uh, a birthday party for one of my nephews. Oh my God, We're going to comedy so sports. Thin. Oh, you took my advice. No, this had already been determined beforehand. I had nothing to do with the planning. But sure, Donna... I'll I took your it. advice. I've been telling you for years that you should go take the kids to you, comedy Well, you sports. mentioned comedy sports on the air um, the other day. But no, it had already been determined. But no, Donna, thank you for everything that you hey, taught me. you're welcome. And I'm then Sunday, I don't know, I'm doing stuff. And on uh, Monday, I'm going to chill. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. I don't know. I don't want to do a handshake deal. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Let's, uh, let's do our segment. 
Kick safe. Hey, if you see something, say something. <laughs> oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, my goodness. What is going on? Did you see that headline about the 16-year-old uh, Instagram rapper who died no is no. that just me i just get these wait, things wait, in little my little tay little tay oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 that was a hoax right that was a hoax Jeez. that person is alive and ellen degeneres alive and well this is a good segment for us to maybe do every friday just rattle off celebrities. yeah just or more just confirming like you might think they're dead they're alive that's a good news segment <laughs> So last Wednesday, uh, Ellen became the latest public figure in this pattern to announce people having died. Um, she briefly started trending on Twitter, and this was because of a, a series of tweets claiming she died. Hashtags like RIP Ellen, posted by fake news websites, I guess. And so any panic on the part of fans was short-lived because she was spotted out and about running errands in Montecito not long after. But, I mean, this isn't even the first time Ellen has been reported. She's had these before? Yes. These close calls? In 2020, after, what? remember after the big story about the toxic workplace? Um, so that was a thing. And um, people had said that she had uh, died by suicide, which is a oh, really nice. awful thing to do. How's well, hey, she dodged it. She dodged it twice. Look at her coming coming back from a... What's it like to be Ellen, though? Like, is it, is it surreal at all? Does she have a moment where she's looking and like, hey, let's go on Twitter today, and then she thinks, oh my gosh, this is what it would be like if I died? This is what the comment section yeah, would but, be and saying? Yeah, and you know what's funny? They would have her obituary all ready to go. They would have a package already produced. I have a confession to make. Yeah. I used to work for a movie network. And Ben Herndon, longtime producer out there in Burbank, California, he would say, hey, Steve, if you have some time today, we need to go voice a couple of obits. And I learned quickly to not ask who died. Instead, it was just, we bet they'll die soon. And so then you would go in and you'd be like, hey, all right, uh, looking back on the life of blah, 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 current living celebrity. And then you would say that, but then it, that's how they get it together. Like NBC, they've already got a bunch of obits already in a room right now that might just need a little finishing touch. And that's it. it was, you quickly become callous to that. But those are older folks. Right, think it's like an anticipatory thing. Kirk Douglas, yes. you know, stuff like that. Right, Barbara Walters, I'm sure they had, you know, her thing ready for years. Right, right. Bob Barker. Who's to say there isn't one already drummed up for you and me? You know what I mean? I sure do. You think Rocco's not working on it right now? <laughs> <laughs> he joined the show after stepping away from Twin Cities Live. It's all there. I know. Totally. Anyway, uh, that's that's something I saw. I wanted to say something. Thank you. Good night. This summer, a lot of people got a kick out of the Barbenheimer meme, which went viral. Barbie came out the same day that Oppenheimer. They both just destroyed in their own way at the box office. They were, this, this summer at the movies, you could sum it up in two words, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Well, there is a person 
a 68-year-old grandma in Massachusetts named Barbie Oppenheimer. This is not a newborn. These aren't parents getting cute and then saying this is what we should name them. This is Barbie Oppenheimer. Technically, her name is Barbara. She used to go by Barbie when she was younger. Uh, but she said she just decided this summer I'm just going to embrace it. It's my summer of unexpected fame. She has seen both movies. She did not see them both on the same day. She watched Oppenheimer first since her husband is actually related to J. Robert Oppenheimer. Oh, wow. The so-called father of the atomic bomb who's the subject of the movie. Uh, she did, Barbie Oppenheimer, love both movies in very different ways, she says. She's even going to see Barbie so. again with friends. <laughs> and she's going to wear a Barbenheimer shirt to celebrate. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah, it's kind of fun. In fact, let us tell you something that we want to do today at 11 o'clock, which is claim to fame. Oh, yeah. Are we it's kind do of a, it? a who's listening claim to fame. Okay. So yesterday we had someone come up and say hello to us, and then they just casually dropped at the end of the uh, exchange that they were the child of a famous person. Right. They didn't ask us to share this, so we won't. We don't know if they were telling us the truth or not. So Steve says... Prove it. I said it to that person in the moment. He said, oh, yeah, blah, 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 is my dad. And I said, prove it. Like, hello, I'm not going to... An could just extremely say, famous, legendary yes. person. And uh, then they, they show us a card that has their name on it with that last name and also said that they worked for the New York Times. So then we were like, wow, okay. So then we started doing some digging. We don't know if we got catfished or not. I'm sure he can reach out again and, and provide further proof, but our internet search was inconclusive, wouldn't you say? I definitely would. I did a little more research last night. <laughs> Very inconclusive. Okay, so with that, though, we thought, I wonder who else might be listening who has some sort of a claim to fame. Are you related to a famous person? It's okay if it's distant. You saw them at a reunion once, or you heard that they're your second or third cousin. Um, maybe it's a friend of yours who is the niece of somebody famous. We will do Who's Listening Claim to Fame at 11 o'clock. If you can't join us at 11 on the phone, you can email us, Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Yeah, maybe your neighbor is going to be uh, the Golden Bachelor. Give us a call. Uh, not right now, though. Email us in the meantime. You can tweet us as well. All sorts of ways to communicate. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Dirt Alert and then Music News next. I talk website or app. Hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where my buddy Mike Bryant practices. He specializes in personal injury law, which is, uh, you know, was kind of, I, I don't want to say close to my heart, but I have been injured in an accident as a kid. And I know how important it is to have someone like Mike Bryant on your side who's going to fight for your rights. I watched him argue a case a couple of weeks ago for a motorcyclist who was hit by a bus. Listen, he knows what he's doing when it comes to presenting a case for recoverable, coverable damages to a potentially biased jury uh, dealing with um, recovering damages for pain and suffering and emotional distress. Here's the deal. If you or someone you care about is ever in a situation like this, remember the name Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Don't sign anything before you talk to an attorney. You could set up a free consultation with Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant today. All you have to do is go to Minnesota Personal Injury. Dot com. 